a position group, which I know has a lot of Husky fans curling their toes and, you know, getting a little, get a little anxious is the defensive back room, obviously nowhere to hide, but say that this was one of the groups that definitely struggled last year and was a cause of weakness in a number of games. Um, a lot of it attributed to injuries and depth just wasn't really there, especially getting adjusted to a new system. Guys, they might have felt like just didn't quite fit in and gel with what they were trying to do. Um, with that being said, they go out and get um, two, I would say, immediate impact uh, guys. One, Jabbar Muhammad, uh, Oklahoma State transfer, obviously well, obvious, a household name at this point for Husky fans, uh, was an all-Big 12 caliber guy there. And then again, another guy named Thaddeus Dixon, uh, he's a JUCO guy at Long Beach City College. Um, and he he looks like an SEC corner, Luke. You looking at him in person, he looks like an SEC cornerback. He's big, he's long, he's physical. But uh, you know, I guess kind of talking about those two, how do you feel about those two impacts um, coming into the season, and where do you think each of them uh, can fit in? Yeah, I think Jabbar Muhammad is the one that you mentioned right off the bat, who you expect to come in and lock up one half of the field. Uh, he is a guy that you expect to start day one um, known for kind of his coverage ability. Like you mentioned where Thaddeus Dixon is long and strong Jabbar Muhammad, not super tall, 5'10", 183 pounds, but by all reports, very sticky. Uh, somebody who takes pride in getting up and receivers grills and shutting things down. So I think he's a guy that the Huskies can expect maybe in the, maybe in the kind of, um, mold of like a Sidney Jones type, like not necessarily the biggest guy out there, but someone who has a, a nose for the ball and is not often targeted. So that I think is exciting. Thaddeus Dixon, like you said, I think will be competing for the other starting corner spot. It sounds like it's between him and Elijah Jackson. Both are very long, both are physical. Um, and yeah, I think that'll be one of the most interesting battles to watch this fall. I agree completely with what you said there. I mean, I think I think Jabbar, he has to be your ace in the hole every game mm -hmm. at corner, right? You can't have uh, – you just with the struggles of the group last year, you have to have somebody who's locked down right now. Uh, you need it, especially in a conference where you have guys like Caleb Williams, um, Cam Rising, DJ Uyunglele. Yeah. No you know, there's quarterbacks galore, so, you you know, cornerbacks yeah. are one of the so most – <laughs> It's going to be one of the most important positions this year across the entire Pac-12. So you have to yeah. have a guy like Jabbar Muhammad who you have you think will step in and be your ace in the hole. And really, from everything I've seen right now, I think um, I think that he's that guy. I think he's that guy. He's been doing great on Odunze. And, and and the best part is too, it has to feel great going up against guys like Rome and Polk every totally. single day in practice. That has to feel great for the confidence if you're able to hang with them. And to, and then also just going into game, you're not going to see that in the that that's the that's the best it's going to get. Sure. So, yeah. Exactly, you'll know that the best receiver you ever see all year, you're lining up across from like Monday through Thursday at practice. <laughs> and he's looked fantastic so far. I think he's I think he's for sure the clear one. And kind of as you hinted with two, I think Thaddeus Dixon's right in there for that second spot. And you said it perfect. You know, it's him, and I think it's him and Eliza Jackson. I think Javion Green is just a step below. But I guess those those three plus Muhammad are your two deeps from what I see right now. Dixon's been extremely physical, and I really like that part of his game. He's super aggressive. I would say the one part that concerns me with that a little bit is being a little overly aggressive and getting a little too antsy during a game where you try and step in and make a big mm -hmm. play. 
but you get burned on a double move. You get burned on, you, you know, you maybe whiff something like that. So it's going to be high risk, high reward. I think with a guy like Thaddeus Dixon, and then I think Elijah Jackson is a, another big play guy, but I feel like he's a little bit his safety net's a little bit his floor is a little bit higher, I guess, from playing. You know, injuries have obviously kept him out uh, from playing last year much, and you know, the year before it was uh, you had Trent McDuffie and Kyler Gordon, so you'll be lucky to see any reps with with them. But yeah. I, think, I think Elijah Jackson's a guy who's really going to be making a big impact this year, and I personally, I think that's who's going to end up winning the job based off what the coaches have said. They haven't really, I mean, they're obviously not going to give anything away, but just the way they talked both of them up, but the way they talked Jackson up, especially, and that's not a knock on Thaddeus Dixon. It's just, they've, they, they've been hyping this guy up for so long now. I think Thaddeus Dixon is kind of the second guy behind um, Eliza Jackson and kind of another guy we mentioned Javion green. Uh, he's a Texas product from Lamar high school. Luke, I guess, you know, he was a guy who had to burn because of that death we talked about. He was a guy who had to burn that red shirt last year to get in playing time, made some big plays, but then he also made some plays where you're just like, there's there's a freshman right there. Obviously, he got cooked against Oregon on a, on a deep ball, but also made some great hits and some great coverage, super long, 6'2". What do you like about Javion? And, you know, is there is there a potential where you see a massive step forward this year? Yeah, you know, I think he is a guy, like you mentioned, I think honestly, one of the most enticing things about him is that he's kind of been through it before. Like he's, I remember being at the Arizona state game when it was in Tempe and that's another situation where all of a sudden like Javion Green's being thrust into like playing basically that entire game out at corner with Devon Banks, if I remember correctly. And it's like, here are two true freshmen coming in and uh, like needing to lock down college receivers on the road <laughs> early in their careers. So he's physically enticing as well. I mean, you talked about SEC corners. He's a 6'2", 210 guy, the type of guy that could potentially even like talk about maybe even outgrowing and move over to a Husky or safety type position. I think he's versatile. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think Dom Hampton. Zach, what was that? You could make a Dom Hampton move, I think. For sure. Totally. Yeah. All that to say, I think he's a guy who has valuable Pac-12 reps under his belt. Um, I think the combination of length and physicality is obviously super enticing. Reminds me kind of body type wise of like a Keith Taylor as well, who ended up sticking at corner. Um, And then even if you're kind of on the more physical side, that length makes it just hard to throw over. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think he's a super exciting guy. I do worry about some of the coverage with him when he does get put on an Island. I think that's my biggest concern. Yeah. Because he, I, I, not only in experience, I just don't think that I think he isn't as quick as some guys. But I think his tackling and you know when the ball is placed in front of him, he's a big he's a big stick. I think that he's that's where he thrives, and I think he's perfect as a zone guy, um, especially in those long down situations. That's that's kind of who I want in. You know, being able to play behind, you know, have some space, and then you know, kind of get up and use that length uh, rather than chase chase someone. Kind of getting now uh, down to the uh, the threes, you know, Devon Banks, mm-hmm. uh, his play has been it, honestly inconsistent probably the best word to describe it. There's times where he's making plays in fall camp that are unbelievable and he looks like one of the best, if not the best guy in the room. But then there's times mm-hmm. where he'll bite too hard on a move to go get those big plays and give up some touchdowns. Uh, obviously struggled last year a little bit. But that's expected when it's your first year, you know, and you kind of mm-hmm. got thrown in the fire. Uh, what do you what do you think about Devon Banks 
this year, you know, have you heard anything that sounds promising? You know, where do you see him at in the depth? Yeah, you know, Devon Banks, I think, is a guy who is maybe right around the fourth or fifth, maybe in the cornerback pecking chart. Like you said, there's maybe Javion Green ahead of him, but he's a guy that I think is super enticing. Like you said, I mean, last year he had an interception. He forced a fumble against Michigan State. He had a couple other pass breakups. But there were times, like you said, where maybe he would get lost in coverage or maybe would get caught cheating a little bit. Um, yeah. Well, that to say, I mean, I think it's a, it's a dumb saying, but it's easier to, or what, you'd rather tame a lion than encourage a cat, right? Like he's a guy who who plays with some moxie, which I think is exciting. Um, and if you can kind of maybe, I don't know if it's just more time, like kind of understanding the flow of college football, learning tendencies of teams and in the film room and things like that or just learning when to kind of pick your opportunities. I think, I think he's a guy who could potentially turn into a ball hawk for the Huskies, like a kind of get the ball back kind of guy. Right. Um, but given some of the things that they added, like you said, in the transfer portal this year, I do think he'll get a lot of playing time, but he's not a guy that will probably be, I don't know, out there more than maybe a dozen or a little more snaps a game. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you I think you spoke on that really well. I think De- Devon, though, I will say – to his credit, he is one of those guys where, you know, when I'm sitting up in the bleachers at practice and I see Devon Banks, you're like, holy crap, this guy looks mm-hmm. like a different guy. Just even running around, just his movements have been a lot quicker, looks a lot more agile and just mm-hmm. flexible uh, with, with his movements. And I think another thing that boasts really well for him is cornerback's got to be a little bit cocky, a lot of bit, a little bit arrogant and have that swagger. He definitely Good. has that. <laughs> definitely has does not lack in that department i feel like and so with devon it's about i i think honestly it's a little bit dialing it down a little bit and just not mm-hmm. fighting double moves not going you know a little too hard on a, on a on a ball you might be able to make a break on and you end up getting beat or whatnot so i think that's where devon improves i think some of the intangibles are there and i really think his body he looks great running around um in practice i think he's a guy that could potentially leapfrog Javion Green, like we mentioned. Um, but he's he's a guy who uh, I think has shown a lot of improvement this fall. So I'm anxious to see how he does, um, especially as a depth piece as somebody goes down. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that 100%. Um, also, not to get – I know we have a lot to get to also, but then I think just the future depth of this corner room is super exciting, not only with like a Darren Barkins type character, but you also have Caleb Presley and Curly Reed coming in as some highly touted recruits. Um, So it seems like yesterday, or not yesterday, last year, depth in the secondary was an issue. They're doing a good job of restocking. Yeah, kind of before we get to the safeties. Yeah, kind of before we get to the safeties. um, I think that, you know, obviously this room looks a lot deeper on paper than it did last year. Uh, barring any injuries but I think one guy who could make a potential jump out of those three uh between Curly Reed Leroy Bryant and Caleb Presley is Leroy Bryant he looks just like a he looks like a football player he looks incredible as a true freshman he looks like he holds his own he moves extremely well and this guy is just a pure athlete and he's he I think is the future of the cornerback room and I think as early as next season he's out there um being a staple for Huskies um, the Husky defense. So I think he's a guy who pushes for some playing time out of those um, three. Arkins obviously transferred from Oregon. He's looked pretty impressive in practice, but I just see it being a little bit tougher for him to make too much of an impact this year and not being much of a depth guy. That before we get to the safety position, it's 
I feel like the Husky positions a bridge between the corners. Hey, and yeah, the, good call. Um, you know, you see a lot of guys rotating back and forth between each. Mish Powell going between corner Husky. Um, and then you look at a guy like Tristan Dunn between safety Husky, Cam Fab, Husky safety. What, no, yeah. I guess out of those three, two, you know, what do you expect from this room? Obviously, Mish, uh, it's it's pretty evident that he's the starter um, at, at the Husky. But, you know, as a position group as a whole, you know, what do you expect from them? Yeah, you know, I think it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see Mish Powell at a new position. He's had a couple years where he's gotten to start out at corner. Um, I think moving him closer to the ball, I think he's an instinctual player. He was a walk-on uh, that earned a scholarship. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think another thing that's interesting about Mish is getting up to 210 pounds. I think he's added the physicality, but brings kind of maybe a, a different coverage element than Dominique Campton, who can be kind of more of just a traditional um, yeah thumper in a safety role. So I, th- I think the Huskies by moving Mish out there will maybe take a step up in kind of the coverage area there while still keeping the physical presence of Dom Hampton on the field. Um, yeah. And then I know Cam Fab obviously is a guy who's been around the program for a while, but a guy that I'm really excited about in the secondary uh, that looks like he's getting a lot of turns at Husky is Tristan Dunn. Um, a Sumner product. I love Tristan Dunn. <laughs> I can let you speak on him a little bit. so big on him too when he came out of when he flipped yeah. from Arizona State to Washington, I remember you just licking your chai. Yeah, this yeah. guy's the so slim reaper, dude. Yeah, he, he's a thumper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, anything to add there, though? I think, I, think, I think I think the Powell move to Husky was needed. I think is the right word that I'd use, just because you know I think too often Dom Hampton got beat in coverage last year and kind of, as you mentioned, I think his traits as a strong safety align way more than a Husky. You know, he's so good at coming down Hill on guys, um, making tackles and being physical that I just don't think he's the Husky position serves his talent nature best. So I think having a guy who can cover like Michette is really physical um, is, is a great move. And I think that it's going to limit some big plays you'd think. Um, just with how good he's been in coverage and whatnot. I think that's a great move. And kind of as you mentioned, too, I think Tristan Dunn is the guy that's right behind him. Uh, It looks like – I personally think he's going to leapfrog over Cam Fab. Cam Fab obviously has that experience, but I just don't – I just don't know how much Cam Fab has left in the tank to grow and whatnot where I feel like Tristan Dunn has taken some massive steps forward. I think he's uh, the guy who will be taking over at Husky behind Mish. But I think both of them – Nonetheless, I think are I think if if, if Camp Fab's your three, a fifth year senior who's has that experience, sixth year I think even has that experience as your third guy that's going to be seeing a, certainly a lot of playing time between either there or at safety is uh, extremely valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving now to the safeties, I think we can start with we've kind of talked a little bit about Don Hampton, but I want to start. I'm going to make a little basketball analogy to bring this one in i'll never forget i was watching a husky basketball game once and bill walton was on the call which um, <laughs> i know there's some maybe some mixed feelings about oh, that people oh, listening. right now He's was that be, bill's got to be devastated right now oh about the conference of champions over to the big 10 if you'll be like the big 10 guy like on espn <laughs> Uh, dude, that's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. Just imagine like, it's like a Tuesday night, you turn on the TV and Bill Walton's just getting juiced over a Northwestern Rutgers basketball game. (laughs) (laughs) That's so ridiculous. 
<laughs> We've got Maryland, Indiana. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, Bill Walton. Uh, I remember Nate Roberts was at the free throw line and they just like Nate Roberts, such a physical specimen. And it was like, how is this not the, he, like Bill Walton was like, how is this guy not the best basketball player in America? I think sometimes I look at Asa Turner the same way. Like just yeah. you talk about an all like get off the best team. Asa Turner is a guy who has been in the secondary for Washington since 2019. I remember I, I was telling Becca, uh, my wife earlier today, I was like, like we had a bunch of people over for the BYU game in 2019 when the Huskies crushed Zach Wilson in Provo and Asa Turner had an interception in that game. And I was like, that guy is starting for the Washington Huskies this year. He's a guy with a ton of experience. He looks the part. Uh, Jack, what does it look like for Asa Turner to put it together for the Washington Huskies this year? Yeah, he has all the tools. When you, like you said, he's an all off the bus team. He's a Pac-12 first team all off the bus guy. Um, just, he looks he looks the part and he looks like a gazelle running around and there's flashes that he'll make. Um, I, I think that, you know, I think you, he's really got to improve his tackling coming downhill. That was just a area last year. I felt like too often to not um, guys maybe got by him for a couple extra yards. And especially with Alex cook gone, a guy who's been so consistent mm-hmm. um, wrapping up and bringing guys down, you know, Turner's got to be, he's got to step up in that back end and really carry the weight there uh, with, with that huge loss with Cook gone. Um, but Turner Turner has all the talent in the world. It's just about putting it together. And it's one of those things where in camp it's kind of hard to tell with the safety because you don't want to be too physical. You know, with, yeah, you don't just go ripping heads off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what, you know, that's what the safety position does to it at some points. You know, you're coming over the yeah. top to a big hit where you could rock somebody, but you're not going to – see that in practice as much in coverage and in tackling in space too. So it's kind of hard to tell in practice, but I think it's just about putting the pieces together. For sure. So you got, yeah. the puzzle, you got the puzzle and you're just missing a couple pieces, putting them in. And once yeah. that, you know, he's going to be a, he's going to be a real problem. And one thing that I'll say about Asa Turner and the Oregon game, I think is a specific example where um, like, obviously the Oregon offense functioned well in that game, scored 34 yeah. And then obviously had their long drive. So like long sustained drives. There were a few missed tackles, but it feels like Asa Turner is like, is in position a lot to make plays. Yeah. So I think finishing is the key. It's either finishing, maybe taking just a hair of a wrong line to get there. It's like, he's right there on the cusp of it. And Mm -hmm. he just is waiting to get over the hump. And I think, I, you think this is the year that it would be done. And, you know, I certainly hope so just because you see what the guy possesses he has at all. Certainly. Yeah. And then not on top of the, like on top of that, I, I think he, he's a guy who's solid in coverage as well. Very long six, three. Um, so I think he adds that element on the back end, yeah. which complements well with the other starting safety, Dominic Hampton. Yeah. Who, like you said, moves away from the Husky spot, which I think gives him the opportunity to like play between the tackles in a way. Although obviously out at safety, like a guy who can come downhill, like find a hole open up and just meet a running back there at the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah, I think I think Dom moving to safety, kind of as we talked we talked about it, just circling the wagons here. Um, the safety position is so much better for him and so much more natural. Just he's so physical, so fast and athletic that I think coming downhill for you know a guy his size with his speed is 
you know, what Washington needs back there to replace a guy like Alex Cook. Yet he has that coverage experience and game experience to uh, to to be able to bring consistency. So I think that's huge. And kind of pivoting over to to your twos. Uh, this is it. This is a group, though. I am a little scared about if somebody does go down, because behind them you have uh, Mikel Esteen and Vince Nunley, two guys who just aren't too proven. Cam Fabs, another guy who can step in and take take mm-hmm. the range position if needed. But you know, the depth of there could be a little bit concerning. Um, you know, what do you like about Esteen and Nunley? Yeah, Esteen is the guy we've seen in action a little more. He did last year have three pass breakups and two interceptions in eight games. So he's a guy who's at least been around the ball enough to make plays. Um, He almost is an interesting guy that you think could also be a candidate for Husky down the road, just given that he's kind of that tweener in terms of size. He's on the thinner side, but he's long. Um, And he strikes me as a guy who can be an asset in coverage. I think it'd be interesting to see if he were thrust into a starting role, what it would be like kind of making plays downhill. Um, Vince Nunley, I haven't had a chance to see as much, but I know that he's received high praise. Uh, yeah. It sounds like out of camp. What do you know about Vince Nunley? Yeah, I Vince Nunley is probably my favorite guy in the position group. I think he has the potential to really step up and make a big impact this year. Uh, obviously he was out last season, you know, I'm sure many Husky fans may not even recognize his name because he's a sophomore. He tore his ACL last year. Didn't even get the chance, but he was tearing it up last fall camp before he, he, uh, got hurt. And this year he's just doing the exact same. He is tearing it up. He is so long and he moves so well. He just always seems to be around the ball. He has, he's kind of like Asa Turner where he just has all the right pieces you feel like. And so a guy like that, you can't help but be excited for, especially if in fall in fall camp, you feel like he's just tearing it up. So I think he's a great second piece um, behind them, and he has the potential to be absolute rocks in the near future. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting talk about the depth that's building at corner. It feels like yeah. it's a little thinner at safety for the Huskies, not necessarily in terms of talent, but just experience, right? Not a lot of guys behind Issa Turner and Dominique Campton that have started and played games at the University of Washington. Um, that said, I think they have pieces that you can be excited about. Yeah, I think kind of tying a bow on just the secondary as a whole between the three groups, you know, you just really, I think, out of these three, you just hope to see consistency. I think, you know, the inconsistency at times on the deep ball and getting those big plays and reducing them this year, I think, is has to be their key focus because the thing is Washington's front, is going to be extremely aggressive. That's just how they want to play. So mm-hmm. on the back, you have to be able to be consistent and not let that second line of defense be broken because mm-hmm. far too often last year um, that happened and you need to be able to, you know, especially as we've talked about the gunslingers in the pack 12 are there. So you have to be able to hold them in check. You know, I don't expect full stops from this group, but hold them in check to allow your defensive front to make plays and, you know, be able to come up and make some plays of your own at some points as well. I think the one thing, though, um, that that's clear as day, I think, is the depth of all these positions has dramatically increased. You mm-hmm. know, you're not looking at uh, guys where you're not looking at guys getting thrown in the fire last year, like Devon Banks and JV on green at corner. That's not going to happen this year. 
you you have experience and and that's there. So I think having all that, you know, combined just with, you know, there is talent in the group. So putting that all together, I think is a good cause for the group to see significant improvement this year. Absolutely. Yeah. I think overall positive progress in terms of, um, yeah, just the assets that you have to deploy in the secondary this year. It's a lot that we covered here today. I'm getting the football itch, man. It's I've had it, honestly, I've had it since June. I've been watching. I've gotten to the point where I'm watching like Akron Bowling Green highlights on YouTube. Right now. <laughs> You're sick. Like, I'm in a bad spot. So I need this to come right now because it, football can't get here soon enough. And talking about it just gets me amped too. Yeah, for sure. Well, dogman.com is the best place to get that itch satisfied. Um, so keep it here all fall. Go dogs.